0: Welcome to The Life Room Podcast. Real life, real Christians, real struggles. Our mission here is simple. Our desire is for everyone to understand how the word of God is relevant to their lives. So each show, you will hear a short teaching followed by a brief discussion on how that teaching relates to you in your everyday life. So share with someone and allow God's word to come directly into your living rooms, your cars, or maybe into your office. Welcome to The Life Room. So let's jump right into today's lesson, Acts chapter 16, verses 27 through 32 of the New Living Translation. Every open door is not for you. Acts chapter 16, verses 27 through 32 of the New Living Translation. It reads, The jailer woke up to see the prison doors wide open. He assumed the prisoners had escaped, so he drew his sword to kill himself. But Paul shouted to him, stop, don't kill yourself, we are all here. The jailer called for lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling before Paul and Silas. Then he brought them out and asked, sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, along with everyone in your household. And they shared the word of the Lord with him and with all who lived in his household. In our review of the previous text, Paul and Silas prayed and they sung songs, and they created an environment which caused there to be an earthquake that caused all the doors to the jail to open and all the chains of the prisoners to fall off. Now in verse 27, the jailer who is in charge of making sure the prisoners don't escape wakes up and he realizes that he has a problem. The jail doors are all open the chains of the prisoners are broken. And so he uses his logic to conclude that there is nothing keeping the prisoners in place, so surely they will all escape. And so he feels like his only option is to kill himself. The enemy will oftentimes cause us to perceive things in a way that causes us to feel like there is no hope. And so in this scripture, the jailer uses what he knows to assume what will happen but what he left out of the equation was that this was all a part of God's plan. I know logic is telling you that you can't make it, but if I can just get you to put your logic to the side for just a few minutes in place of faith, See, sometimes we think that faith is just believing for things that we can't see, but sometimes faith is believing that all things can work together for my good, Romans 8, 28. It's believing that although the enemy meant it for harm, God can turn it around for my good. And so this jailer is about to harm himself because all the prisoners have a great opportunity to escape. But just because it's an opportunity does not mean you don't need to pray for direction, on how to go about this opportunity. Hear me, just because someone offers you what you want does not always mean it's the door to run through. Sometimes it's just a sign. What are you talking about, Sean? In verse 28, Paul yells out to the jailer who is about to kill himself, stop, don't kill yourself. God, I pray that before I make a decision, that will change my life for the worse. Please send a godly representative to stop me. Paul tells the jailer here, we are all here. In other words, although we had an opportunity, we know that this was not God's plan for us to take advantage of this opportunity in the way that most people would expect. Listen, it takes some kind of maturity to not run through an open door that could be advantageous for you but detrimental for someone else. Think about it. If Paul and Silas and the other prisoners would have ran and escaped, they would not have been in prison anymore, but the jailer would have killed himself. When, as we will see later in this text, he is the vehicle for his entire family's salvation. I need you to tell someone in your household, although you could does not mean you should. Yeah, it takes wisdom to not chase after that thing that looks like it could change my life for the better, even if I know it may not be from God. Can we be real here in the life room? There are some things we took liberty in because it was good for us, not because we thought it was from God. We know it's not God's character that we have to lie to receive certain benefits, but we do it anyway because we see a means to meet our immediate need even when it could be causing us long-term damage. Yeah, yeah, attaching ourselves to people who were not good for us because we were lonely, attaching ourselves to jobs that took us away from assignment because we needed money. My point is we all sometimes make decisions from our place of need versus waiting on God. Yeah, you need to encourage someone and tell them it's not just you. Yeah, yeah, we all do it. Abraham in the Bible got tired of waiting on the promise. So he took advantage of an opportunity that had he not been so desperate for the promise, he would have recognized that this can't be the opportunity that God promised to make for me. Think about our text today. This is a chance for them to escape and be free from the physical chains, but instead they decided to stay even when they had other options. Yeah, I heard Bishop Rudolph McKissick preach a message that said, I'm not stuck, I stayed yeah what will you do when you have an opportunity to get what you want but god says that's not the door will you stay when you got the keys but not permission see i know you're asking well if god did not break the chains for paul and silas to escape then who did he do it for if god did not loose the chains for the prisoners to escape then who did he do it for you're about to see that this door was for the jailer and his family to be saved. Yeah, it's bigger than you. Can I share something with you? God loves you so much that he will orchestrate an event just to bring salvation to not only you, but for your whole family. Yeah, you mean that much to God. Watch this, getting salvation to the world was so important that in John three sixteen, he lets us know that he gave his only begotten son for the world god will stop at nothing to bring salvation to you even if it's right before you give up right before you throw in the towel like this jailer was about to do but god sent paul and Silas to throw salt on the devil's plan make no mistake the door was opened by god it was just not for them <laughs> it was to increase the jailer's faith He did it for the jailer and his family in verse 29 look when the jailer calls for the lights and sees that everyone was still there he falls down before silas paul and silas and he asks in verse 30 what must i do to be saved and in verse 31 paul tells him to believe in the name of jesus get this the man whom we were locked up for proclaiming if you believe in him not only will you be saved but your whole household be saved. I don't know who this is for, but I believe that God is about to save someone's entire household on your obedience. Listen, God allowed this to happen. The door to be opened, the chains to be broken for the jailer and his family. God loves you so much that even if it requires a natural phenomenon, God desires you to be saved. He desires for you to be set free. I know it seems unfair you having to raise those children alone, but hold on. I know it feels lonely that people don't understand what the trauma did to you, but I came to tell you that God loves you and he sees you. Don't throw in the towel. God is going to send someone just in the nick of time. Pray about every door, pray about every window, pray about every opportunity. Remembering sometimes it's not meant for you to walk through the door. Sometimes it's just a demonstration of his marvelous power in order to perform something bigger. Every open door is not for you. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If so, Visit our website at liferoomcc.com to hear today's full episode. Also, learn more about the Life Room Community Church coming soon to your area.